man, tell her, we are so happy to have you and seeing this and it's going to be great. And then at the end, they'll be like, looking forward to it, Terry Huggis. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Coming up on 612 on Wisconsin's Morning News, does every family have this conversation? <laughs> yes. We're three for three in this room. <laughs> yes, we're... Go ahead. Tell us what you're considering purchasing at the Billstead home. So, no, I'm not considering anything. Well, you have to consider it. Um, my wife is pushing to get a trampoline. <laughs> yes. Do it. Do uh, it. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm not... I'm not in on this. The kids are all in. Of course they are. My wife is all in. Yes. And I'm the bad guy right now pushing back. Yes, you are. We already had this conversation <laughs> in my house a couple of years ago. Same result. Dad was bad guy. Didn't want it. You? I'm all about it. I pushed oh. for it. What? Yeah, Why I, did you do that? I broke an ankle once yeah. uh, at my son's birthday party. It was at those trampoline parks, um, Sky Zone. Yeah. That's a little different, though. You know, there's a basketball hoop and things got heated. They have. That's why they <laughs> have the zone. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you broke the an home, ankle. The home trampoline is different, though. Get the big net that goes around it so yeah. they're safe. We got one up. We no, love with it. With that one, you uh, can break your arm. You can break your arm. Put a sprinkler underneath it under, in the summer. Fantastic. See, now you, you sound just like Angie right Fantastic. now. Because she even brought up the sprinkler. Do it. It's so much fun. It will make it slippery? It does. And then, like, when you jump and you hit it, like, it just splashes in your face and it's amazing. Ah, yeah. Ah. Who needs the Wisconsin Dells? <laughs> Bro, I like that idea. Trampoline. Yeah, but then it'll yeah. save money in the long no, run. See, then for it me, also looks like the Dells in your backyard. That's fair. I don't like that. No, yeah. I, for me, it's all about like adding more things in the backyard to slowly rot and get rusted. We already have those things in the backyard. <laughs> and we never don't. get used. Yeah. Yes. Like for two weeks, it's like they're on the tramp all the time. Yes. And then all of a sudden, they'll just sit there. It'll happen. Who wants the the boys want the trampoline? Uh, the boys wouldn't mind the trampoline. The daughter is all in. The eleven year old is. Oh yeah, she is pushing hard. All right, stand your ground, because <laughs> yeah. because then I can look bad with you. Okay, yeah, we, we <laughs> I can share that. Well, Eric, they they didn't get it either. <laughs> Six thirteen on Wisconsin's morning news. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After winning the first two games of the series, the Brewers dropped Game 3 to the Los Angeles Angels by a final of 3-0. to zero. Colin Ray, who got the start, he pitched pretty good throughout the game, only allowing two earned runs over five total innings of work. The Brewers' offense, however, they were zero help, only logging three total hits on the day against Angel starter Jose Suarez. Yeah, I mean, I think Colin pitched well. Um, you know, they got him on a couple first pitches, um, but I, he, I thought he pitched very well today. Um, you know, that, he gave us a chance for sure. Um, you know, got through their got through the top of their order pretty night pretty nicely. Um, so it was a good job. We just just no offense to support him. Manager Craig Council there following the loss. The news, though, following loss wasn't all bad as the Brewers all-star pitcher Brandon Woodruff, who hasn't pitched in weeks due to a shoulder injury, he did provide an update on his diagnosis following the game on Sunday. Uh, definitely good news, but I have to um, I have to really, really be patient with it and because it's a tricky muscle. It's kind of like a hamstring. That extra last 10% is the toughest part. Uh, you feel good, and then you take that one hard step, and then you re-injured. So um, 
I'll know my body will tell me exactly when it's healed, um, but I have to take time on the front end to really make sure it's it's right. So Next up for the 18-10 and 10 Brewers is a three-game set that begins Tuesday when they travel out to Colorado. And over to the NBA, behind 50 points from Steph Curry, that means the Warriors are moving on in the Western Conference playoffs as they win Game 7 in Sacramento by a final of 120-100. to 100. The Lakers and Warriors will meet in Round 2 in a best-of-seven series, which begins on Tuesday. And lastly, the Heat. Yes, that same Miami Heat team, Bucks fans, they go into Madison Square Garden and take Game 1 of their Round 2 series over New York by a final of 108-101 to 101 to grab the early 1-0 series lead. I, I hope they win the whole thing. At least we'll have that. I hope they never win again. <laughs> well, no, but you know what I'm saying. Like, well, we lost to the eventual champion. I suppose, you know, but then, I don't know. No, I'm good. That's how it always works with us. Yeah, you're not wrong. On the old National Bank talking text line, dueling texts. Get the trampoline. I have three boys. It was the best. Okay. Okay. All right. And from Diane, hard no on the trampoline. <laughs> so. But no reason why, just a hard no. Just okay. a hard no, and there's a lot of O's in that with an exclamation <laughs> point. 617 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Wisconsin's morning news. One of these events that happens every year that I hope we can put aside partisanship and just laugh. Some of these, uh, they pull that off better in some of these than others. Usually depends on who the commander in chief is. Is this someone who can take a joke and laugh along or President Trump was famous for not (laughs) enjoying this evening. It's the annual correspondence. dinner. Yes. It took place over the weekend. Uh, President Biden was there. The VP was there. Thousands of people there for the White House Correspondents' Dinner. A lot of ways, this dinner sums up my first two years in office. I'll talk for 10 minutes, take zero questions, and cheerfully walk away. <laughs> hey, everybody, Badoom. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so the president, the president did speak. He went after Fox News a bit. The network always has a table or two there as well. This year... With that $787 million settlement, they're here because they couldn't say no to a free meal. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) One more. I'd call Fox honest, fair, and truthful. But then I could be sued for defamation. So Biden did did do a good job. He did bring up his age multiple times, which was appreciated. Same ancient. I say I'm wise. You say I'm over the hill. Don Lemon would say, that's a man in his prime. (laughs) Don Lemon action there. There you go. Uh, Did discuss the importance of freedom of the press. It is absolutely consequential and essential. After all, I believe in the First Amendment. Not just because my good friend Jimmy Madison wrote it. (laughs) Another, Another shot at the AIDS there. Uh, and then there's this. This is Jimmy, one of the old Jimmy Madison. <laughs> Jimmy Madison. Uh, he did introduce the MC, Roy Wood, from The Daily Show. Boy, the podium is yours. I'm going to be fine with your jokes, but I'm not sure about Dark Brandon. Dark Brandon. So then Biden put on some aviators, and that's a, supposed to be a, another persona, if you will, of course, with the okay. whole Let's Go Brandon thing. So poking a little fun at that. Uh, so Roy Wood Jr. Then, How did he do? He was all right. He was good. Um, he 
made sure everyone got a little bit, right? Which is always good. Here's him going after uh, the president and Tucker. We got to get Carlson. Tucker back on the air, Mr. President, because right now there's millions of Americans that don't even know why they hate you. <laughs> was that, so then went after uh, the president for being old and also questioning why we work so hard. They rioted when the retirement age went up two years to 64. Mentioning France they here. They rioted because they didn't want to work till 64. Meanwhile, in America, we have an 80 year old man begging us for four more years of work. <laughs> begging. Begging. <laughs> Let me finish the job. That's not a campaign slogan. That's a plea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then he, he did call out the media. As soon as the Trump document story broke, everybody was down at Mar-a-Lago. We were reporting live from the documents. And we're going to find them. And then we found out Joe Biden had documents, too. And it was like, oh, it's not a big deal. <laughs> Well done, media. <laughs> well, well done, done, media. Uh, went after Trump a little bit. Wars movies. Wait, hold you on, let me get that right here. Here it is. Keeping up with Trump scandals is like watching Star Wars movies. You got to watch the third one to understand the first one. Then the, you, gotta, you can't miss the second one because it's got Easter eggs for the fifth one. Donald Trump is the only politician whose scandals got spinoffs on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> so, all in all... That's solid material. Yeah, and he, he went all over the place with it. People can't afford rent. People can't afford food, not healthy food. They can't afford an education. They damn sure can't afford to pay for the truth. Say what you want about a conspiracy theory, but at least it's affordable. <laughs> He's talking about paywalls there, so... <laughs> So yeah, all in all, it's, it's, it's about what you expect. There's a lot of people there and there's oftentimes some like uncomfortable, like non-clapping or laughing because you got to remember some of these folks, if there's a camera on them and they're seen laughing at a joke about a lawmaker or about a policy or whatnot, it may not be a good look for the journalist. So there's always a little bit of an awkward uh, back and forth there. Yeah, I, I agree with that to an extent, but you got to kind of buy into what is the evening. Right? Can we just for two hours, three hours, not take ourselves too seriously, even about very serious issues? Like no one thinks the presidency isn't important or that the issues discussed are not important. Just can we just I mean, that's like the whole spirit of this show. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's a little bit funny on this show, right? I like it. I I remember interviewing Seth Meyers years ago and he did um, at least one, if not a couple Mm -hmm. of those correspondents. He blames himself in part for President Trump running for president. Because I think of some of the jokes that he made. I remember him t- saying, like, I'm, I'm a little bit responsible because he, <laughs> he like, didn't like my jokes and he was going to run just to stick it to me. Yeah, and he oh, was yeah. there. I remember Trump was there before he was president. For yeah, that right. Mm-hmm. And didn't enjoy the jokes at his expense. The best commander in chief and, and President Bush was great at it as well. Like he he maybe laughed harder than any other president in history at the jokes made at his expense. Mm-hmm. He enjoyed it. 627 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Let's uh, do news about your money this morning. WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update. Dow Jones Industrial Average closed Friday up 272 points to 34,098. NASDAQ up 84 to 12,227. S&P 500 closed at 4170. That was up 34 points on Friday. For a deeper dive on the markets, listen to the Annex Wealth Management SWAT podcast. Listen wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Rainy, little snowy today. Not a real nice day out there, but you got us. We got that going for you. 
A looming strike in See, Hollywood. Again with this. Do we do this every few years? It sure seems like it. Although I don't know if these specific unions were involved in the last one that we saw. But yeah, some of TV's biggest shows could go dark as soon as midnight tonight. We could also see some other issues, too, because there's no deal yet between the Writers Guild of America and the TV networks and studios. Their contracts set to expire. The sticking points, pay and security. The Writers Guild says TV execs have used the transition to streaming to cut writer pay and separate writers from production, directly impacting scripts for series. They're also concerned about artificial intelligence being used to generate scripts without writers altogether. Yeah, there, there is a Whoa. big concern about artificial intelligence being use to just kind of create these scripts these formulaic scripts and boom 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 and there it is the industry has changed in huge ways in the last five or ten years that have made it increasingly difficult for um screenwriting to be a stable middle class career screenwriters extents so there wasn't streaming the last time they were fighting about this as much as they're streaming now. That's also playing a role. They just want to make sure that they can increase their guaranteed residuals on the streaming content. Right, because say like you're NBC or whatever and you are paying for a pilot and a new show or whatever and then you just shift it on over to Peacock, that's mm-hmm. not the same as having TNT or somebody pay for the rights to, to rebroadcast the Correct. reruns, right? Late night shows likely would be the first ones hit. So like the Kimmels and those types of shows will go first. Got to think like your favorite dramas or whatever have some in the can, right? Right. Good through through May. But at some point, even hit episodic shows could be impacted, says Deadline. Per a recent report, a work stoppage in May could delay the network TV season, which continues to account for one third of all episodes produced, including 45% of those episodes. So if there's a delay here in May that in the last one we had... In 2007, when they had a really big one, that was 100 days, and that, that, that caused some problems. So this one, we'll see if they can get it done here in a day. Well, they are working on it. They have arbiters and all that trying to figure this out. But. Are the soap opera writers in the same so, thing? Asking for a friend. says not to be impacted would be daytime TV, especially okay, soap so operas, which generally have an ongoing production schedule. I mean, those There's get only nope. like two on now anyway. Right? <laughs> that's a good point. Right. You got days and that's even just all on Peacock now. Yeah. And then what's on, what's on 12 still? General Hospital? Is that the one with Sonny and Carly or what's her name? Yeah, that one. I don't watch. <laughs> Another Come on, world. No, I can't be the only one that knows that. Huh? Sonny. He's the guy. And then uh, the, the blonde have, lady. There's or Young no the Restless. Or General oh, Hospital. is still on, right? Is that still on uh, 58? General Hospital? Is that one still on? I just said General Hospital. Okay. That's with the Sunny. My bad. <laughs> and then days is days, but I mean nobody works harder in show business than than soap opera writers and actors and producers because they're like they're just cranking every making, day, making that story arc barely move each episode. <laughs> right, just it's, slow creep and increase. I tell you, I took like twenty years off because I worked it in col- I, I watched it in college, and then of course working at TMJ four, it was just sort of on, and I got back in like a year or two ago, and I'm like. Man, these the same people are still having the same fight. <laughs> exact same thing. And then their grandchildren are having that fight. Right. 6.44 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After winning the first two games of the series, the Milwaukee Brewers dropped Game 3 to the Los Angeles Angels, this time by a final score of 3-0. to zero. Colin Ray, who got the start, he allowed only two earned runs 
over five innings of work. Next up for the 18 and 10 Brewers is a three game set that begins Tuesday when they travel out to Colorado. It's time for extra points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's morning news. Here's Brendan Snide. The 2023 NFL season is officially upon us, and it was the first significant function that Packers general manager Brian Gunnikins operated without his four-time MVP Aaron Rodgers following the trade that occurred last Monday. On paper, the NFL draft has become a staple of success in Green Bay, and it proved to be another big win for the Packers and their hopeful new-look offense following the departure of Rodgers this weekend. The draft saw a total of 13 players for Green Bay selected. Seven on offense and five on defense, including one special teamer, which uh, could mean the end of the line for longtime Packer Mason Crosby. Now, I get it. Expectations should be tempered. We've heard Matt LaFleur say that, and rightfully so. But if you're like me, we're not going to temper this. In this draft, without question, it absolutely screamed Matt LaFleur and Jordan Love, which, if you're a Packers fan like me, I think we all wanted that. Give the kid a chance, a real, real serious chance. Let's start with the tight ends. Pick number 42 overall, six foot six, Luke Musgrave can and will prove what has been missing on the offensive side at that position for years is a guy who can vertically stretch the field and ultimately give number 10 a big target in the middle of the field, which is critical for a young quarterback. Tucker Kraft, who reportedly turned down seven figures to leave South Dakota State to play in the SEC, he has some similar traits to Musgrave, but he adds that big dog mentality, that big dog in the blocking ability, especially in the run game. The receivers, Jaden Reed and Dontavian Wicks, who raised some eyebrows based on physical metrics, but I think they will add in some fun, fast, and exciting playmaking ability out of the slot. Again, another position this offense has been in search of since Coach LaFleur has taken over in 2019. Bottom line here, guys, I, without question, absolutely love the potential this 2023 draft class can possess. It was a draft, by all means, that was essential following the trade of Aaron Rodgers. And lastly, in my opinion, Brian Gunnikins helped reset this roster and knocked it out of the park in preparation for a post-Rodgers era. on Wisconsin's Morning News. want to talk a little bit more about the Correspondents' Dinner. Not so much the dinner itself, but pretty solid MC job by Roy Wood of Comedy Central, right? He's, is he hosting the Daily Show or like one of these? He's a contributor. Right, one of the contributors. And has hosted, yeah. So all of us in our line of work have done some MC duties and been to our share of black tie galas and fundraisers and whatnot. want to bring in our friend Telly Hughes of 1017 The Truth, co-host of Truth Be Told, along with Denise Thomas from 7 to 9 a.m. You, you must have, right? Especially when you're doing Brewers stuff and yes. all that. You must have emceed I've done various events. a ton of them. And I've, I do have a lot of stories. It's funny when you mentioned this, that we would be talking about this. I was trying to just think of, like, gosh... There's so many, like, there's something every single event. It, it may not even be a bad thing, but it may be something that you just don't have it that night. Or uh, no one's laughing at your jokes. Or it's yes. like, what do you do? <laughs> and this is something you've been preparing for for six months, and then you finally get there, and you bomb. Or you may do great. <laughs> but but a lot of times you don't realize. It, it, no one ever says, oh, that's a great emceeing job. But... 
people walk away saying, gosh, he was a bad host. Yes. <laughs> but no one ever says, oh, he was great. It's the offensive line of performances, right? Exactly. <laughs> they yes. notice you when you fall down. Exactly. When the quarterback gets field goal. Right. Special teams. Yes. We're the special teams of the business. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes there's an X factor, though. Sometimes it's something that happens, like, with the audience that can veer things. Yes. I had one recently. Eric that I... had somebody almost die. Yeah. Oh, I'm no. not kidding you. Wait, all of a sudden, there's some... I actually, so what happened, I did not, but they did save him. Like, they started doing CPR, like, literally 20 feet from where I'm standing on the stage. Oh, gosh. And that's one of those strange times where you're like, okay, well, what do you do now? Do you continue with the program? Yeah. Um, so, right. folks, get your wallet out. It's time for the auction. Yeah. <laughs> but, She's going to be fine. Let's move them over to Freighter, and uh, we'll be fine. Let's pick it right on up. Trying to raise some money here tonight. <laughs> she was fine, and it all worked out. But there was a strange 10 to 15 minutes there. It was very awkward. Yes, yes, Oof. yes. I had one where I, it was really small. It was a friend of mine. It was for a local uh, like uh, church. So it was a Catholic school and whatever. And I did it as a favor. You remember Jim Cullen? Of course. Right? Yeah. And he was... Uh, one of my favorite guys that we ever worked with, and he passed years ago, but I remember Cullen, like, he asked me for a favor. He's like, hey, we got this fundraiser at, at the school, you know, mm. can you come and MC? And I, I think he was saying to me, like, yeah, I know this isn't like the Mac Fund Gala or something like that. It's a small thing, but can you do me a favor? Right. And of course, Jim. You know, right. So, so we do the thing, and it was fine. It was what it was. It was spaghetti dinner and whatever else, but then we have the auction, you know, and they had a couple of nice prizes, and they're trying to raise money for the school. And then I don't know who got the idea. But they started auctioning off more stuff, and they would bring things to me sort of that weren't on the list of the seven, eight <laughs> items. And now I kid you, they're like, okay, well, now we're going to auction off the place settings, like the, the centerpiece that the kids made. And I'm selling stuff for seven dollars, <laughs> oh, ten dollars. Okay. They're literally You're starting off at fifty cents. It's a live auction, right? They're literally pulling stuff off the wall. The kids aren't working. Here, see what you can get for this. Like, hey, man! Like, I did not sign up for this. I'm no A-list talent I've here, but paid way more to do way less. Right. Like, come on. Where would you like for me to start the bidding on this picture? On a piece of eight and a half by eleven. I, I love the fact if I get invited somewhere. Man, tell we are so happy to have you and seeing this, and it's going to be great. And then at the end, they'll be like, looking forward to it, Terry Huggis. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay, so you're looking forward to me being there, but that's not me. <laughs> they spelled my first and last name wrong. Like, <laughs> What do you got coming up on the show today? Uh, we are going to talk about... Or was that Denise's job to come up with it? <laughs> Denise, you know, that's the good thing about it, because she will come up with these things. And I try not to study because I do want my natural reaction okay. to sure. these things. But uh, I know she wants to talk about, of course, we want to congratulate Tory Lowe and his community cleanup that happened this past Saturday, mm -hmm. and we're going to highlight some of those things. But we want to talk about everything from Don Lemon being done to uh, uh, Phil Jackson no longer watches basketball. Yeah, I didn't. So, yeah, <laughs> okay. we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. <laughs> it's Telly Hughes, co-host of Truth Be Told on 1017 The Truth, starting, well, in just minutes. Yes, just minutes. I need to get out of here, don't yeah. you think? Have a good show, my friend. <laughs> All right, have a good one.